Hello, and welcome to the fifth episode of the Personal Finance Podcast in Season 2. Please be sure to follow the Personal Finance Podcast Instagram at Personal Finance Podcast 80, where I release posts about telling you what information is talked about on the podcast. Please be sure to also follow the Twitter page for updates on the, on the Personal Finance on Twitter. And just to let you know, the podcast is also now available on Apple Podcasts, so you can stream it on your devices there as well. All right, now let's get into today's episode. In today's episode, we will be talking about government bonds. What are they and why are they so important? Well, let's start off by looking at what a government bond is. So a government bond is a debt security issued by a government to support government spending and obligations. Governments can pay periodic interest payments called coupon payments, and the government bonds may also be known as sovereign debt. Now, bonds are issued by governments and corporations where they want to raise money. By buying a bond, you're giving the issuer a loan, basically, and they sort of agree to pay it back within its face value of the loan on a specific date. And to pay your periodic interests, interest opens a layer of closed payments along the way, usually about twice a year. Okay, now let's look at the key takeaways of these government bonds. So government bonds are low-risk, low-yield, fixed-income securities that are attractive to more conservative investors or those looking for tax breaks. Some of, these, some of the other ways to buy treasuries include ETFs, money market accounts, and from a broker. Municipal bonds are issued by state and local governments or agencies and can provide tax-exempt interest to qualified investors. These can be purchased through a broker or uh, it can also be managed by a way of managed funds or ETFs. Okay, so now let's talk about the different types of bonds. So there's a treasury bond, a security issued by the United States government. There's a municipal bond, a debt security issued by a local state or municipality. Maturity, the life of a bond. Yield is the yield offered as a return of the debt security investment. There are several different types of bond yields as well and methods for calculating them. There's also the coupon, the amount of regular period interest payments. There's bond rating, the rating that is provided by a rating agency based on credit credit worthiness, qualities, and characteristics. Now, you may be wondering, now you may be wondering, how can you buy a Canadian government bond? Well, there are a few steps to look at. In order to buy government bonds, you need to look at five important steps. First, you have to decide how much you want to invest. You know, the minimum investment would be around $100 to $300 for regular interest bonds. Now, the next thing is you want to decide which investment account you want to purchase the bond in. So that would be a personal account, a TFSA account, an RRSP. Where do you want the money to be received once you're getting that maturity payment back or whatever it may be? And decide where you want to buy from researching. You know, where do you want to get get these bonds from? What brokerage or whatever it may be. And now the fourth thing is get a certificate. So basically getting a certificate means like you are sort of acknowledging that you bought this and this is like sort of the term that like the bond will be at. And on the fifth thing is overall you should make sure that the you should overall you should try to look at look to make sure how the bond will mature over time which is very important as well. So it's very important to look at how the bond will mature over time because you want to see if your investment is worthwhile or not. And you'll be able to really see how much return you'll get. And maybe if you want to accelerate that turn, maybe there might be another investment that would be better than that. 
you would be able to purchase a bond through your brokerage with an investment account. So for example, Questrade would be a discounted broker to purchase a bond as an ETF, but you would have to do your own research to look at the specifics of that. Again, this is just an example. Okay, now let's look at the pros and cons of investing in bonds. So investment returns are, so the pros are investment returns are fixed. You receive a fixed rate of interest and your principal returns when the bond matures. You know exactly how much your returns will be. Now, they're also less risky compared to stocks because besides receiving specified investment returns, bondholders are paid first over shareholders in the event of a liquidation. So that means like if there was a liquidation anywhere like in the market or whatever, then the bond bond yields and bond yield investors would be paid first. There's also less volatile. A bond's value can fluctuate according to current interest and inflation rates, but are generally more stable compared to stocks. So basically, I mean, this basically, I mean, to say is like you might have a better return. Basically, I'm actually getting, um, you know, some some good a fixed amount of money. And the last thing is bonds have clear ratings. Unlike stocks, bonds are universally rated rated by credit ratings agencies. And this gives this gives investors more assurance when picking a bond, but you probably still want to conduct your own research before. Okay, now let's look at the cons of investing in bond stocks. So investments investments returns are fixed, while this offers high safety for investors, is it also a disadvantage as you forego the higher potential gains if you invested in equity. So that means that if you invested in a company that sees more gains then you won't really get that because this way, when you're investing in a bond, you're more so on the safer side in terms of saying that, hey, I don't want to take too much risk, but I still want to get a good fixed return. So that's where you invest in a bond. Now, the next thing is there's a larger sum, sum of investment needed. When bonds can be purchased for relatively low sums, $1,000, some bonds may require larger amounts, which may put them out of reach for some investors like beginners or even some people that don't want to risk too much money in the market either as they're trying to learn it along the way. Now, it's also less liquid compared to stocks. Some bonds may be highly liquid, like those issued from the from the U.S. Treasury, for example, or in major corporations. But bonds usually issued by like a smaller, less financial stable company may be less liquid as they probably are fewer people willing to buy it, buy them. But they have a very high face value and they also will be less liquid as a pool of potential buyers is smaller. Pool, pool of potential buyers is smaller. And the last thing is direct exposure to interest rate risk. So interest rates affect the value of bonds more directly compared to stocks. If you plan on just receiving interest payments and holding the bond to its maturity, you know that might really not concern you. But otherwise, bondholders are exposed to interest rate risk as well. So this means that you are sort of you're sort of risk like you're basically that's the only that's one of the risks that you have of like the inflation. I know the interest rate actually going up or down, actually, the interest rate going down during this time as well as they're all, all as they're an all time record lows. Right. So just important to remember now in terms of how many bonds you should purchase that all depends on how you would like to diversify your portfolio in terms of having a balance of different markets whenever you invest in any market it can be risky so that's what's important to review your own financial position before investing your money anywhere now for the cost of bonds you can they can cost anywhere from 78 to 100 dollars or even above 
A guaranteed investment certificate is a Canadian investment that offers guaranteed rate of return over a fixed period of time. So I mentioned this before. So basically, it's like a certificate and it tells you that, you know, when you're going to get this much of a return and you're going to get this, this in terms of payments and you know, it's low risk profile. The return is generally less than other investments, just stocks, bonds or even mutual um, mutual funds at the beginning though so if you like do your research and you look at some some good bonds then you may have a good return so you know the return is generally less the return uh most commonly issued by trust companies or even banks and another reason why a bond may be good is because it protects someone from the rate of inflation as as the return would be similar or maybe even higher now overall Bonds are fixed income and fixed term investments, which makes them similar to GICs, but they trade more like stocks. They're essential to balance the diversifier investment portfolio, and the easiest way to add them is with a bond ETF purchased through your brokerage account. Whether you're looking to protect your portfolio against stock market volatility or you just want to add a consistent passive income stream to your investments, bonds may be the ideal choice depending on your financial position after doing your own research well that ends this episode of the personal finance podcast hopefully you learned something new if you did be sure to share this with a friend as my goal is to educate the youth about personal finance all this information in the podcast is provided for educational purposes only so please be sure to do your own research before investing thanks for listening and stay tuned for more new episodes Um, There will be another new episode releasing this week and it will be talking about investing strategies. You know, many people go into the market, they research, they go into the market with these tips of different strategies and they really try to, you know, outperform the market or not even outperform the market. Just make sure that their return is the best that they could possibly get based on doing their research. And so that's interesting to see. And there will also be another new episode actually about uh basic simple things that you should know when filing your taxes so that's interesting as tax deadline is coming up on april the 30th so stay tuned for that episode that will be the seventh episode but before that we'll be talking about investing strategies stay tuned for that thanks for listening share the podcast with your friends and anyone you know thanks for listening